Welcome to the Tangent Podcast. It's good to be back with y'all. This is your host, Austin. I'm Jack. Jack waving. I'm Ryan. Hi, Jack. Hi. (laughs) See you from here. Isn't technology great? I was just thinking that before we hopped on. Like, isn't it amazing that there's all these inanimate objects just sitting on our desks, and yet we're recording a, a podcast and sending it out to the world? Out to the world to be judged of the world by the world. <laughs> well, should we get in? Should we get into our delicious beverage for the night? Because I'm quite excited about this one. Let's I'll see. tell you one thing: I'm not. You're not. Why not? Because uh, watermelon has never been a good flavor in my mind. What? Like, the watermelon Jolly Rancher, easily the worst one. What? The watermelon Laffy Taffy, easily the worst one. Have you tried the other watermelon monster, the Fourth of July one? Nope. The ultra, uh, ultra. I don't remember what it's called. Ultra Freedom, maybe. I don't know. Ultra Freedom. <laughs> It's, there's freedom, and then there's ultra freedom. <laughs> it's called Monster Ultra Watermelon. Okay, but it's like a one. fourth. I of, almost grabbed this one because I thought that's what you were talking about. It's like a Fourth of July themed one, but I'm quite excited for this. So I will read here what it says: Monster Reserve Watermelon, no juice, tea, coffee, or any tweaks to the energy blend. Monster Reserve is straight-up original monster in new, amazing flavors. It's the ideal combo of the right ingredients in the right proportion to deliver that big, bad buzz that only Monster (laughs) can. Monster Reserve packs a powerful punch, but has a smooth, easy-drinking, center-cut watermelon flavor. Athletes, musicians, anarchists, co-eds, road warriors, metalheads, geeks, hipsters, and bikers dig it. You will, too. Unleash the beast. And that's Austin putting out his resume for <laughs> doing voiceovers. Dude, you should be on the frickin' radio. I should. I've always, <laughs> I've always thought that, too. So, explain to me, what is Monster Reserve? There's like six of them that are just called Monster Reserve. There's what six of them? It? I've only I seen know, there, two. There was a couple. I didn't know. Oh. Um, it's basically just original Monster, but in different flavors. Monster Reserve. So it, in the in that whole thing that you read, there was nothing... Oh, you're right. There's only two. There's nothing specific about Reserve. It's just... It, the... it's, it's saying it's the original Monster blend instead of added stuff. I guess. Yeah, instead of, like, how they have the Ultra that's, like, the zero sugar. This is basically the same as original Monster, just in a different flavor. But they, Jack, they specifically say no additives, because it seems like, how do they get watermelon flavor without adding something? No, 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 it says no juice, tea, coffee, or any tweaks to the energy blend. So they have, like, the original Monster, but the other ones that have sugar are all, like, juice or iced tea this This is just so much less sugar than mountain dew does right and it's got half half it's got half half the sugar sugar regular bigger can yeah Yeah, that's interesting well let's crack this bad boy open oh oh i don't hate it that's actually much better than I was expecting. 
That's pretty good. Okay, this is going to sound really weird. There's a part of me that thinks it tastes like like gum. Not I can like, see that. I can see that. I, sure. I was ah! thinking, do you remember not the little watermelon Laffy Taffy's? Maybe it wasn't Laffy Taffy. Maybe it was a different kind of taffy. But it was like the long strip that was watermelon flavored, and it had the little black edible like seeds in it. Do you remember no, I that? Think that? I think that was Laffy Taffy. Yeah, it like, tastes, just kinda, it like, tastes like that. Yeah. That's interesting. You guys see what I'm talking about. Because usually I feel like I say something, uh, something tastes one way, and you guys just never agree with me. Huh, not terrible. I don't love it. I don't. I don't dislike it. Would you get it yeah, again? It's no. I, I wouldn't. <laughs> but it's it's fine. I would definitely get it again. It's easily way better than I was. I was expecting a three. I'm gonna give it a <laughs> six though. Yeah, I was gonna say six as well. I give it a seven. <laughs> I changed my mind. Probably five and a half. <laughs> it, has, it has kind of an interesting, like overpowering. I don't know what to yeah, call it flavor, but it is smooth, though. I'll give him that. It's quite smooth. Um, I feel like that's I feel like that's what the the original monster blend is. This is a very smooth oh flavor. That's what it, it. Okay, that makes sense. I'm. It's literally just regular mon like original monster, and they just squirted in some some uh, watermelon flavoring. Is that what like, it says? No, but that's what it tastes like. <laughs> Yeah, that is, I don't that really is some like excellent your... marketing to just say it's, it's the same old stuff. We just squirted in some flavor. <laughs> like, I don't know if you had like a regular monster side by side and just drink it. It's super similar just with that added. Yeah. Top. I honestly don't love the, the regular monster. Well, That's that overpowering taste you were talking yeah. about earlier. That's the regular monster. I can taste it now. Huh? Yeah, I think you're right. Interesting. Well, Decent, but not the best. <laughs> Decent, but not the best. The other watermelon monster is easily better to me. I have had, I I've ever had that one. far worse, and I would get this many times again. Hmm. You know, I, I would, but they're just much better options. That's true, yeah. That is very true. <clears throat> well, um, we're running out of, uh, <laughs> out of drinks out of drinks to buy at the old Maverick, so it's true. we need to either start ordering some online or figuring something else out. Oh. There's we're gonna, we're gonna dry up here pretty soon. So here okay, so here's a good question. Do we want to how far are we willing to go to get a new beverage? About four minutes. Cause <laughs> at at the gas station I see a lot of natural energy drinks oh those are terrible dude awful they're so bad completely agree but oh. many that i've never tried because they taste the one or two that i've had are so horrible oh, bad. so that's why i bring it up how far you want to go <laughs> uh let, i'm looking at a list of weird energy drinks some of the ones on here are the tylenol energy drink <laughs> what the Pac-Man energy drink, the cocaine energy drink. Okay, um, this this can't be real. It's a list of real energy drinks out there. The Mario energy drink, the Bomba hand grenade energy drink. Um, ooh, it's even got a pull tab on it, like a real grenade. The Duracell battery energy drink. 
and the Liftoff energy drink and the Duff beer energy drink oh, from we could, Simpsons. We're going to try the, uh, the new me. one from <laughs> Mountain Dew. Did you see that Mountain Dew started making energy drinks? I thought they'd been doing... It's called Mountain Dew Energy. It's got a picture of a lion on it. Yeah, I've had oh, those. Yeah, Ryan and I saw those at the, the store one day. I think we've tried those, Ryan, haven't we? Yeah. I've tried we one of them, them, I think. The, isn't one of them called Rise or something? They, oh, yeah, it used to be Rise. called Mountain Dew Rise, and then they, for some reason, changed it to Mountain Dew Energy. Okay, we tried Mountain Dew Rise. I remember it not being that great, if I remember right. Do you guys remember Amp when Mountain Dew made Amp Dude, Energy? Amp was Amp great. Was so good. Why did they get rid of Amps? I don't know. Amp was Amp was the best. That was the first energy drink I ever tried, and probably by far like one of the best I've ever had. That and then there was also a soda that was like a Mountain Dew knockoff called Vault. Do you remember that at all? Uh, I remember Vault. I remember Vault. <laughs> Vault was Vault was delicious. Oh, Vault was so good. That. So on the uh, on the opposite end of like how far <clears throat> do we want to go? There is also a energy drink that a coworker of coworker of mine told me about. Shout out to Bryson, which we need to have him on the podcast because he has a crazy story. Um. And on the label for Spike Energy Drink, <clears throat> it says in big, bold letters, recommended use. Begin use with one half can per day to determine tolerance. Never exceed one can daily. Caution, this product contains strong stimulants and should, be, should not be combined with any other stimulants or weight loss supplements. How much caffeine does it have? I'm looking it up. 350 milligrams. So that's like wow. some of the rock stars have 300 to 350 in them. And a uh, a five-hour energy has 300. Um, yeah, I think a five-hour energy has 300 in it. So the rock star punched zero caffeine count. Let's see. Is... Um, I believe that one's 350 milligrams of caffeine. Let's see. Oh, 240. Okay, I was way off. Still, that's a lot, though. Mm -hmm. um, has Bryson tried Spike Energy? Yeah, uh, oh. <laughs> I, I, would, I, I don't like remember. Because I asked him that, but I, I don't remember exactly what he said. He either did try it, but it was only one can, um, or he didn't try it because he read the label and... and <laughs> didn't want to try it have you looked at the the nutrition facts i love there's one vitamin in it it's vitamin b12 <laughs> and it's approximately four thousand one hundred and sixty percent of your daily value oh my gosh four thousand percent all of this stuff 40 that times your daily amount all the nutritionists saying you need, a, you know, all these different vitamins. You only need one, and it's B12. That's all you need. You guys remember, Ryan, were you on the podcast when we had the Raptor energy drink that had a dinosaur on it? Oh, that was, that was weird. I think I, I think that was one of the first ones that I was on, yeah. If you want to find weird energy drinks, <laughs> go to 
the Latin markets in Logan. Oh, and that that's where I found the dinosaur one. They have some weird ones in there that they get shipped from like Mexico and Colombia. They're I don't know if I trust them, but we could we could give them a shot if we need a new beverage. Yeah. Uh, we- what was that one that we thought was so good and we were going to get all of them and science science that's it <laughs> they still every time i go to washington i get some because they have them in montana on the way there so i buy like three or four of them and keep them for the trip i was gonna see if they have any new flavors anyway we should probably get going uh on the uh you know this is what our listeners are paying for is specifically they're not paying. our commentary <laughs> on the drinks. If you'd like to pay, pay it, we'd appreciate it. <laughs> Actually, was... there's a there's a new feature that we can set up on our uh, podcasting site that will allow users to basically Patreon us, hmm. give money each month. We should get some shirts. And then whoever pays, I would us, love to do that. But that'd be fun. I hear that's that kind of expensive be. unless you do it in like hundreds of orders at one time. And I'm not sure. Oh, hey, we I... have early access to video spot podcasts on Spotify. Ooh, we can do that now. Apparently, we can put oh. our video on Spotify. Yeah. So, look out, now. Joe Rogan. Here we come. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. So, <laughs> subscriptions is what it's called. Oh, never mind. It says you can't set up subscriptions while listener support is enabled. I'm. What is listener mm. support? Oh, maybe you have to be an advertiser then. Oh, oh, it's the exact same thing. Listener support and subscriptions are the same thing. What the heck? So is listener support through Anchor and subscriptions is through whatever podcast app you're on, like Spotify then? or uh, They're both on Anchor. You know, huh. all, all of this is definitely got to get cut out of the podcast <laughs> no the, the users need to know what we go through to get the content to the masses okay <laughs> you ever you ever listen to other podcasts and you hear them oh for sure we're cutting this out and oh, you all hear... the time oh peep this you know uh, alien theories theorizing uh-huh. they do a call-in show now and i called in the other night and got on their show did you really i did i told my ghost story that is so... that is great it's going to be released soon, so I will get lots of listens on there. Yeah, okay, you... what 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 price do we want to choose for our paid content? Well, what do we think this is worth? <laughs> well, we don't have any paid content, so... That's... Yeah, that's a loaded our question. Options are, our options are $1 a month, $5 a month, or $10 a month. Let's do one. Well, you know, I always heard the saying, uh, shoot for the shoot for the $10 <laughs> and you might land among the $1. Uh, never mind. I have so... to choose existing episodes already. <laughs> so I'd have to make them, like, private and only for subscribers. That kind of feels like a douchey move. I'm not going to do that. Yeah, we unless, could do... unless we were had, like, some actual behind-the-scenes or whatever, then... All right. I'm just going to set up uh, listener support. I don't know how to do it, though. We could do uh, gaming streams and video them, and then do that as our paid, our paid content. Like for an hour after each episode, you get to watch this game. Yep, <laughs> and rage. This, we'll play siege, so we make sure there's a lot of rage in there, oh, yeah. and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, words that. Oh yeah. 
we can't include on the regular podcast. And then gain the explicit label. And as we used to say in the old days, all the gas will be included in the paid content as well. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. All of it. So, for <clears throat> listeners, if you care, you can go to anchor.fm slash tangentpodcast, and there is a support button. If you click said support button, it says, how much would you like to contribute? And you have a choice of uh, $1, $5, or $10 monthly. Uh, but you can monthly. always just... It is monthly. It, it doesn't have an option for me to disable that, but, I mean, you can just cancel it if you don't want to do it monthly. Just we, do it. We really need to get some shirts that we can send people. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. But, yeah, let us know if you're interested. Anyway, let's, yeah, let's can... get on with the episode, huh? I'll 3D print some tangent keychains or some swag. That there we you go! That, that would be dope. Do that. All right. Yeah, moving on. That's enough, uh, enough, uh, enough business keeping items there. All right. So we're moving on to today's subject. Now, today's <sighs> subject... Sorry, just, just got a big chill. Ooh. Man. Apparently the subject gives you the burps too. It's, it's <laughs> still, it's, it just got real cold down here. Where's my blanket? <laughs> okay, so today's subject is kind of something that uh, overlaps with a lot of different theories, a lot of different paranormal experiences. So, <clears throat> the reason that uh, I wanted to talk about this one specifically is because I feel like there are are some instances where the subject of missing time happens and not necessarily some of the other stuff. So, oh, Jack rocking the glasses. I don't think I've ever seen you wear glasses. Oh, really? We have, I, like, I like, the same glasses. I like to see. Oh, yeah, look at that. Ryan, when you edit that video, you should put that part in slow motion where Jack was, like, flipping his hair. <laughs> And put in, like, a Pantene Pro-V commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I spilled monster on myself. <laughs> so, this particular experience with... <clears throat> um, that some people go through of missing time, um, it overlaps with a lot of different subjects. The so, most common one is aliens. But what are you saying, Austin? So explain what you mean by missing time. Okay. So the definition of missing time is a gap of conscious memory identified with a certain period of time. So, so in other words, I, when you go to sleep, there is missing time. <laughs> so I've heard the concept before, but to make sure I'm understanding it correctly. So is miss like are from how do I phrase this? From the stories that I've heard, it seems like the people who miss time aren't initially aware that they've missed any time. To them, it just seems like time is going on as normal, right? They so don't they know don't until correct. they see the clock or something like that. That's right. So this this gap can span a few minutes or it can span a few hours. Excuse me. Can span. You know, we really could release some of this content of just like all gas included. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like the the ten dollar subscribe subscription will be the all gas pass. <laughs> the gas pass, I like that. All right, we might have something here. We might have something here. 
I don't. Just... I don't think we do. I... No. No one wants to hear that. Tell us if you guys want the gas pass. You let us know, and we'll uh, we'll hook you up. Um. So, some of that time can span just a few minutes. It can span a few hours. For some people, a few days. Um, still with some other experiences, there's gap, gaps that we've talked about in previous podcast episodes of several years. Uh, one of those that comes to, um, well, yeah, 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 I'd say so. So, um, we talked about a flight that went missing, like, in, uh, the 60s or 70s. Tell me if I'm, if I'm oh, wrong. Oh, yeah, it was a flight... That? flight that went missing in the 50s and showed up in like the 90s right yeah and so essentially the the essence of that is that all of us on the outside of this time lapse time is still in this linear format but then the people that were on that plane when they called into the tower they're freaking out well they're they're not even freaking out they're just saying hey we're coming in for a landing but then like just everything didn't mesh up so according to them they're just coming in for a regular landing and on the outside we're seeing like something's not right here and they were also like down in venezuela when they were supposed to be flying to like florida or something oh this was that was our uh that was the bermuda triangle episode that's right. That was Bermuda Triangle. So, um, with the Bermuda Triangle, there's a lot of missing time that tends to happen. So, um, that's a, that's essentially the missing time. So, I mean, is it that you're in this portal and you go from one thing to another? Or is there, like, a time warp around you? And then how is it that it's just around you? or around an object, or the plane, or the car, or whatever that you're in. But some of these, um, one of the most famous ones where there was missing time uh, was with Betty and Barney Hill, which will go into more depth into the future. (coughs) So, Betty and Barney Hill was essentially one of the first uh, thoroughly recorded ufo encounters and which which by the way if you listen to that the audio tapes about that it is freaking scary so creepy you can listen to the to the um hypnotherapy session with barney it's weird and it yeah it's super super freaky um But essentially, what happened with them as far as their experience with missing time that then led them to this hypnotherapy was that they're driving down a desert road late at night. They see a strange uh, object, and then the next thing that they know, they're miles down the road, having lost... Hotel California. (laughs) Dude, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Warm smell of colitas... (laughs) Up ahead in the distance, <laughs> they saw a shimmering light. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's essentially what led them to get the uh, hypnotherapy and to to try and unlock what happened in that missing time. So the missing time aspect by itself is usually 
the symptom that people have, and then it leads them to try and figure out what then went on, which Wait, then... Wait, so, so go back, sorry, go back to their case. How much missing time did they have? Three hours. Three hours. And they discovered it how? So then through subsequent hypnosis that they went through, because they were just thinking, like, there's something there. Um, so their experience that they kept describing to each other was like, I remember like going to, to touch and like shakes, wanting to shake someone's hand and feeling like all of this, uh, intense emotion. And then I, we were just back up on, on the road three hours later. So the two of them knew that something weird happened and they're just trying to figure it out and they feel like it's in there. They just can't remember it. And it's just like on the tip of their tongue, they can't quite put a finger on it. So they felt like going to get hypnosis therapy is going to unlock those memories in that time of what happened to them. <clears throat> so uh, that's probably one of the most famous cases that involved missing time uh, that specifically dealt with alien abductions. But not all missing time is specific to alien abductions or UFOs. Uh, a lot of people experience it with Bigfoot. A lot of people experience it with... Um, Bigfoot's magic confirmed? Magic confirmed. Confirmed. 100%. Nice. I, I gotta interject. This is just... This is, <laughs> this is nuts to me. Um, did you guys know <laughs> that for the monster drink, they're... It says manufactured for Monster Energy Company, and then the address is One Monster Way in California. Hmm. That's they got, legit. They changed the street to be named after them. How do you do? Well, can, can I go and be like, hey, guys, uh, this is now Jack Street? Just. That is just bonkers to me. The way you said that reminded me of. That part on Family Guy. Well, yeah. How you how how, how you doing that? <laughs> how you doing that? Well, when this podcast gets big enough, we'll call it Tangent Avenue. Tanjav. Tangent. Show Schmied Avenue. Okay, sorry. Show so, so Circle. Yep. You can okay. you can continue now. I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, it's like I missed some time there. Um. Ha. Ha. So, yeah, a lot of different instances that uh, missing time can happen. And usually it is all around different paranormal experiences. And it, like I was saying, the majority of times, at least that I've seen, it is a symptom of something that happened, not the actual thing that happened. So, getting into that. I have a personal experience someone had with missing time <clears throat> so this is a good good example of where uh it's not there's not always an immediate like teleportation thing or appearing in some other random location although i do have another story that in involves that it's not always the case so this person says um <clears throat> when i was in high school I lived with my mom in my childhood in my childhood home, which was in the middle of nowhere. 
My bus ride was over 40 minutes, and my house was at the end of a dead-end road with only four other houses on it. Normally, my mom worked weekdays and would be leaving before I went to the bus, but shifts had been switched around, and for some reason, <clears throat> and for some reason, which sometimes happens, uh, she would she ended up working at home. Um, I woke up at 6:50 as normal. Okay, just interjecting something. Whenever I'm reading stories and the stories are like maybe a little too specific, then I start to like question. So I don't know. 6:50 seems to be a little too specific to me. But anywho. <clears throat> I woke up at 6.50 as normal, got ready, and left the house at 7.30. I remember specifically my mom was loading the dishwasher when, I, when she said goodbye to me. I walked down to the beginning of our dead-end road, which was a two- to three-minute walk at most. So let's see, two- to three-minute walk, that's like a block, probably. Like two to three minutes. Yep. Like two to three minutes, yeah. <clears throat> Across from the road was a crappy public beach on a very small, isolated lake. The beach is where the bus stop is, and the bus came at 7.40 every day. So if he left the house at 7.30, he's going to be arriving seven minutes early. And as he is sitting there waiting for the bus... um. Oh, he also interjects, giving a little bit of context, that his house was the first stop. And so um, occasionally, whenever there was a substitute um, driver, there wasn't any reason for them to forget his stop because he's the first stop. <clears throat> um, so he got to the bus stop as normal, and I was the only one that was picked up there and no other houses were visible from the stop. It was 10 or 11 years ago. I didn't have a cell phone, didn't have a watch. Um, but because of his schedule, he says that it was obvious to him uh, exactly how the time should be because he's on this routine schedule. So soon I felt... <clears throat> I felt the time had definitely passed for the bus driver to pick me up, but I waited another few more minutes just to make sure. I still couldn't even hear the bus. Once or twice, there'd be a substitute bus that would come extremely early, so I figured that that may have happened, and, I, and it was obviously not coming at this point, so I walked home, keeping an ear out, of course, just in case I missed the bus. <clears throat> When I get back to the house, it should be about 7.50, but when I opened the door and my mom saw me, she had just started the dishwasher, and the clock on the dishwasher showed that it had only been one minute into the cycle. She was really surprised to see me. How could I have missed the bus when I left with so much time before it came? <coughs> um... Talking to his mom, he says, I'm equally confused. I don't I don't know why the bus driver didn't pick me up. But she wasn't mad at me, and she just... She wasn't mad at me because she watched me leave with plenty of time to catch the bus, and 
the bus driver for whatever reason didn't come. She had errands to do, so it wasn't any problem for her to take me to school as well. It was at this time <clears throat> that she glanced up at the kitchen clock, the same one I was checking when leaving the house and when she said goodbye to me. And the clock... Um... Okay, so the person, the way that they wrote this, I'll read it exactly as it says. This is when she glances up at the, at the kitchen clock. Same one I checked. Same one I checked my leaving time on when she was saying bye to me. And says, what? Because it's three minutes to 9 a.m. We stare at each other in stunned silence. Is the clock somehow broken? We soon realize all the clocks are the same. <clears throat> the clock in the car is also the same, and I end up being an hour late for school. So, it was supposed to be 7.50, and when they look up at the clock, it is essentially 8.50, 8.55-ish. So, they had lost a complete hour. What I think is really interesting about this story is that not only is it the kid that is outside the house, but then it also whatever the situation is also encompasses the house and his mother. So where does it say where they lived? Uh, no, I do think that that is a very relevant question because if it's a, in an area with a lot of paranormal activity, that could play into it. Or if it's an area with a lot of daylight savings, <laughs> so we can rule out Arizona. <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a valid valid like, comment. Like, like I don't want to I don't want to discredit your story, but it's like it's so perfect that it's one hour. It's yeah, like, so true, so true. <laughs> And then all the clocks are the same. Did they just forget to, like, set their clocks back or something or whatever, you know? Now, granted, in this in this story, it does specifically say that when he left, he looked at the clock and it said that it was 740. Okay, valid. So, so I mean, there's that, but... Once How again, old was the kid? Did he? He I mean, this he's is in, in high school. school. High school. Oh, high school. I, I know a few high schoolers that probably <laughs> couldn't read a clock when I was in high school. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <clears throat> What's your thoughts so far, Jack, on this particular experience? Oh, the the shared fact seems a little weird to me. I've never heard it be shared between people. Okay, I've heard it between shared, but it's usually people that are with each other. Yeah, yeah. They were separated, which is weird to me. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know. That just doesn't seem like why would this thing target them when they're completely, I'm, I'm assuming, hundreds of yards from each other. At, at least two to three minutes from each other. So I miss, maybe you said this, I might have missed it. Was there anything that they experienced? Like, did they see a weird <clears throat> cloud or did something, you know, happen that they could have maybe tied the phenomenon back to like an event that they thought like, oh, that was weird. 
And that's what's actually really interesting in some of the other stories is that they usually have some kind of event, like you're saying, or in one story that I heard on another podcast um, was that this couple was driving a vehicle and they remember going through a really thick fog and they remember in that fog they had both seen an upside down vehicle that was on fire. Which is a very, very odd thing, but, but then... Like, they remember seeing it as an odd thing, but then just, like, continuing driving. And so their personal uh, experience and belief about it is that whatever's happening in this in some of these time, uh, missing time experiences is that if there is some, like, entity involved, are they using something to, like, distract you? like either the mm. fog or using that one object or flammable thing in order to like divert your attention to that. But I mean, in this situation, you don't see that. So this well, is, at least he doesn't mention it. Yeah. I mean, that's true. So, but then again, he doesn't, he doesn't also see an entity or anything like that either. Like he just, right. Right. Just has a missing hour. So he ends this story saying that to this day, his mom refuses to talk about it. Um, and nervously just laughs it off as, as a weird experience, but mm. she doesn't like paranormal stuff and she doesn't like to, doesn't specifically like talking about the experience. So interesting. Um, and that's, that's a common thing in that story that I, um, that I heard on that podcast of them going through a thick fog. That was the thing that they also shared is that they didn't want to actually figure out what happened because they were concerned that that was going to be a bigger thing for them to have to handle than just um, missing how time. much time were, how much time were they missing again? Like hours, right? Yeah, those people I I remember that they were that they had missed like a couple hours. They were driving to a specific um, appointment that they had, and when they left, they had given themselves plenty of time that they would have been like 30, 40 minutes early to the appointment. But then because of that couple hours of missing time, they ended up being like an hour and a half late to where they were going, and mm. they just couldn't figure out what had happened. And, um, the guy just basically said, like, I had to quit thinking about it because it was driving me crazy and trying to come up with all of these possible solutions of what could explain this experience that they had. Interesting. Um, but I also thought it was interesting that other people are like, oh, well, hey, missing time, like go get hypnotherapy and, and see what happens. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm, I would much rather just chalk it up as like, I don't know what happened and then never think about it again than to open Pandora's box and, and have it ruin my life. Hmm. Weird. So, yeah. all right. So in this other situation, um, okay. So this is one where there kind of is, uh, an object uh, or at least something to, like, attract attention. Uh, but I think it has a fun twist. So, in this one, this person 
This is called The Strange Case of Missing Time. Um, this event occurred to me at least 12 years ago, and I still don't know what happened. Driving home from a Friday night shift at the newspaper, my car cruise control was set at 55 miles an hour. There again, oddly specific to me. But uh, my cruise control was set at 55. I drove by a road sign I've driven by hundreds of times, and it reads, Oric, five miles. Just as I went by, the Rolling Stones' Gimme Shelter came on the radio. Perfect. I lived in Oric, Missouri at the time, and Gimme Shelter was not only my favorite Rolling Stones tune, it was also 4 minutes and 37 seconds long, which would last me all the way home. Then... Very specific. Very specific. Then my drive fell out of reality. I pull on the car... Okay, so this is, I think, kind of an odd way to describe it, but he says... A pull on the car engine snapped me out of the road hypnosis. So he's driving along, got the cruise control, listening to the music, and then gets into that in the, zone. In the zone, the, the driving zone. Everybody's hit that driving oh, zone. I've been there, and it freaked yeah. me out one time. Where you, where you drive for like 20 minutes and then wonder how you're still alive. Yep. You're just like, oh, whoa, did I not kill anyone? Or I'm, I'm two towns over. <laughs> Completely freaked me out. So he says a pull on the car engine snapped him out of the road hypnosis. So he's sitting there in the zone, and he the pull he's talking about is he feels the engine rev, essentially. So his whole body gets pushed back. That's the pull that he's talking okay. about. Okay. Um, so he feels the pull. It took me a few seconds to realize that pull was the cruise control trying to keep up the speed going up a hill. The trouble was there were no heels between that road sign and my turnoff. Looking out the window didn't help. A thick fog had enveloped the car, and I could barely see the dotted line on the road. I slowed the car and drove up two more hills before I saw a light piercing through the fog. Here's, here's the fun twist. Turning onto a gravel road toward the light... I found myself in the parking lot of a Jehovah's Witnesses church. <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so he pulled off into the Jehovah's Witnesses church and knew uh, where he was at that point, And he was five miles on the other side of his turnoff. As I sat on, uh, as I sat in the parking lot, my car in park, trying to figure out how I missed the exit, I heard something I couldn't believe. Gimme Shelter still playing on the radio. It continued to play for another full minute and a half. After I calmed down a bit, I put the car in gear, pulled back onto the highway and went home. The fog quickly dissipated. I'd driven 10 miles in three minutes at 50 my 55 miles per hour all right we need we need some mathematicians here i got gotcha. you 55 oh, yeah. miles per hour in 10 minutes yeah yeah yes well he said he drove 10 miles in three minutes 
10 miles in three minutes. 10 miles in three minutes. So how fast would he have to be going if that, if like that were the case? 10 miles in three minutes. That is, that's 200 miles an hour. Wow. Really? Right. Because if you're going, because 60 divided by 3 is 20. How many minutes? Three? Three minutes. Calculate. According to this website, that would be uh, 200 miles per hour. Yep. Good crap. You guys, you guys doubted me. <laughs> I, took 10, I took 1050 three times in college, okay? I didn't take 1050. <laughs> Well, I took it once when I was a business major and got a C minus and I needed a C. So I took it again, got a C minus again, <laughs> and then I switched majors and didn't even need to have above a C in math. So I had to take it a third freaking time. <laughs> and then, yeah. That's essentially math. going uh, uh, one mile every 18 seconds. Jeez. That is common. So, okay. So do this the other way, Jack. If he was going 55 miles per hour... Okay. How long would it take him then to get the the 10 miles? That'd be like 11, 11 minutes. Wait, say that again. If you're going 55 miles per hour, how far, how long before, what, 10 yeah, miles? Yeah, 10 miles. I think, yeah, I think Austin's right. It'd be around 11 minutes. Yeah. 55 yeah, miles. 10 Ten and a half minutes. Eleven minutes. It'd be let's see, fifty-five miles in ten in ten minutes. You'd be going. Or let's see. It'd be it'd be roughly ten minutes. Yeah, a little bit more than ten minutes. Yeah. So. Yep. So yeah. Uh, so in this situation with this guy, this is where he's only missing like. Uh, what did we figure? So it would have taken him a little over 10 minutes, but he did it in three minutes. So he's only missing like seven minutes. Uh, so not that much, but I do find it very odd that on the one way, going in one direction, it's super foggy, then coming back, then all of a sudden it starts to clear up. And hills too? And hills, yeah. <clears throat> So did he say that, so he saw a piercing light in the fog, but he never saw what the piercing light was? It was the Jehovah's Witnesses Church. <laughs> oh, so, right. So this okay. is that twist. Is it the Jehovah's Witnesses that are causing oh the missing time? Let me right. look so up Jehovah's. The, the exact math would be 10 minutes and 49 seconds is how long it should have taken. Yeah. Nice. Well, I looked up Jehovah's Witnesses missing time and just got like <laughs> 10 times that Jehovah's Witnesses were wrong or eight <laughs> times that Jehovah's Witnesses were wrong about the end of the world. So you're on a list now. They're going to be knocking on your door. <laughs> I used to knock on my door in Logan all the time. You know, I actually and... what I find really funny is that the day before I read this, I had went and got my mail and a letter from the Jehovah's Witnesses. So that to me no was the funniest part. Witnesses. We, we got nothing against you if you are. Yep. They, they used to fight with us on my mission. Not fight with us, but they would they would yell at us a lot. 
on the streets. Good times. Good they always carried umbrellas. So, uh, your opinions on that particular story? <clears throat> on that story? Well, that story... I'm not sure I buy that one, honestly. <laughs> yeah, here's the thing. He's in the zone. When you're in the zone, minutes can pass like crazy. And right. I know he had the music going, but like... Dude, that's, that's the problem with mine, is the music. Like... We're not talking about missing time in that in that case. We're talking about straight up teleportation. Because mm. like if he had like if you had said something along the lines of, uh, apparently we were two songs after that song, then I could buy it. But but no, he said it's the same song, and I'm just like I, I don't know, man. Mm. Yeah. At, at what point? Like, how big is the envelope? of the missing time like was the song included with him when he jumped through yeah, whatever see, time that's he what missed? Like, oh oh okay okay this is actually this is good discussion this is so good. so here's here's my theory on missing time in general this is what i think it is so the first story i ever heard heard about missing time that like really got me intrigued in this is one of the stories that actually really got me intrigued in like any kind of paranormal like this kind of stuff that we talk about was that there's this guy that went jogging i think in washington the and guy he on the was side of the road <laughs> the dead the dead biker no different, <laughs> different guy um <laughs> and he's still missing oh, that dead, time <laughs> dead, dead biker guy oh man tries to make that time up die. tries to make that time up every day and this keeps getting hit um no, this guy goes jogging. He went to this trail like every single morning in the woods and would go jogging. It was like a pretty well-known like running and biking trail. And I think it was just like a couple mile loop and he would do like two or three miles before work. It would take him like 20 to 30 minutes, you know, and then he would go back to his car. So he went at like eight in the morning. He starts running. And then as he's like getting away from the parking lot, like he notices like he's not seeing anyone else things start to get quiet and he thinks it's weird because like the trail is pretty well known to the public and there's always people there but as he gets like further and further away from the parking lot like the noises start to fade and things just get like super dead quiet and he so he notices like he's hyper aware of like the quiet of what's going on so then he sees what he thinks is like a Bigfoot in the woods running around. So he gets freaked out and he turns around and starts running. I think he was, I don't remember if he turned around the way he came or if he was already far enough that he just kept going on the loop. But regardless, he turned around and got back to his car. So he gets back to his car and he notices that it's like twilight now. And it's, it's like evening time, not twilight, but it's like late evening, like five or six o'clock. And so he gets in his car and he turns on the car and he's like, whoa, it's like, like, I don't remember the exact time, but sometime in the evening. And he had like 30 missed calls from his boss and like all these text messages, like, where are you? Like, why didn't you come to work today? And like his family's calling him like all this stuff. So he's super freaked out. And he's like, I've literally been in the woods for 20 minutes. And then he had like basically half a day of missing time. So my my theory, so like you said earlier with Bigfoot or with aliens, like my theory with missing time is that there's some sort of uh, like rift or like manipulation in space time. 
-hmm. And especially with aliens, so like a common theory with aliens is that the propulsion that they use for their craft, rather than being like a traditional like jet fuel propulsion, how they propel themselves like instantaneously through space or basically teleport is that they they have a device that manipulates gravity that can fold space time. So what what is now this distance, they use a, a device that manipulates gravity and folds that that plane or that space time down to this distance. And now they're they're just there instantaneously rather than having to travel the distance. They just fold it up and they're already there. Like so that's my horse. Yeah, like a wormhole. And so if Bigfoot, like there's a lot of theories that Bigfoot is an interdimensional creature. And so if he's traveling interdimensionally through a wormhole or some sort of rift or that space time is bending, I think that that missing time comes from us interacting with that that fold in the space time. And so I think that's why missing time is commonly seen like alien abductions, Bigfoot, other paranormal things that people would say like are interdimensional. So that's my my whole theory. So I think in the fog, <clears throat> something interdimensional, maybe the Jehovah's Witnesses is just a coincidence, <laughs> but maybe maybe it was maybe it's the spirit. Spirit really got to him. <laughs> maybe that that's my thought is that there's some sort of bend or manipulation in space time. And that's that's what's causing the missing time. Mm -hmm. Jack, what's your impression? You know, I kind of I don't know. I got I got nothing on this one. There's there's really nothing to at least from the stories I've heard. There's nothing to suggest aliens, like everybody says. There's there's like nothing at all. It's just all of a sudden time i i don't, I don't know I so got, I, so here's i think is a good uh good mind experiment um because after after i had listened to uh that one podcast of that couple that were traveling and had that experience it made me really question what i would do in that situation so Putting it back to you, Jack, what what do you think your feelings would be if, like in Austin's scenario that he was talking about, Bigfoot, if you had missed half a day and then had gotten all these messages of people looking for you and you not answering and you feel you had only been gone for, say, an hour? Mm. And then there's... There's literally, like, you didn't fall asleep. You didn't, like, get into this, like, weird, uh, like, headspace or meditating or anything like that. There's just literally nothing to explain the hours that went missing. I, 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 t I tried to test what happened. I would uh, do things like... I don't know. I would, I would honestly be curious. Like this sounds weird, but how hungry I was. Huh. Like let's say like uh, twelve hours had passed, or whatever that guy's. I don't know what it was. Uh, would you say it was like six or seven hours or something like that? If he goes before work and then it was nighttime. Yeah, yeah. It was like it, seven, eight hours. Yep. It's probably at least seven or eight hours. I'd be freaking hungry, right? Well, That's... I mean, I kind of feel like there's waves of hunger. I mean, you go 
something like four hours, and then you start to feel those hunger pains, but you get over it after a little bit, and then you start feeling normal again. I still feel like I feel something. That's an interesting thought, though. I don't know. And then, like, things like, I'd be curious, like, if I had my phone on me, does my phone's battery, like, is it still, like, morning time battery levels, or is it, like, 12 hours is past battery levels? I'm curious to, to what, like, about, like, you know, items on me. Did they come with me through this time thing, or... Or is it just my consciousness? Is it a physical thing or is it a consciousness thing? Hmm. I'm curious about that as well. Hmm. In my thoughts of this whole like bending of space time or folding of space time and your body like moving through that manipulation, I think that. I don't think that if I were to like step through a fold in space time that. Like, my body would have aged that much time that I missed, or, like, my cell phone would be dead. Like, I think that everything that passes through that fold would still be in, like, a similar condition. Um, but everything outside of that fold would have still moved at its normal rate. So that's why you see, like, a difference in the clocks or things like that. But, I, I mean, that's just my theory. I Well, see, in that case, why did, it, why did it affect the mother and the son? Because they were right. both within the fold of the space time. But then yeah, the clocks in, in were that also case, there. Their entire neighborhood. That, was. That's true. Yeah, the clocks. Yeah. And I mean, the clocks are just running off of a battery in a small little computer, and with the different times that they've sent up into space and those that they've uh, kept on the Earth, they've shown that those clocks, even though that they're electronic, they experience time differently. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I I think it's some Period sort of manipulation. Yeah, <laughs> I I genuinely think it's some sort of manipulation in like the fabric of space time or whatever you want to call it. Um, I like to think of it as a fabric or like a sheet that can bend and fold. And so I always think of it like if if space time is some distance across a sheet or something, you can fold that to close that distance, like and manipulate that time. That's that's how I think of it. Hmm. Um, what was I just gonna say? I do I think remember. it was really interesting that you're you talk specifically or brought up that talking about that envelope. If this guy that wound up in the Jehovah's Witnesses parking lot, <clears throat> you'd think that that song, since it's a radio signal that that is not included in that. I didn't even think about that. It's not originating from there. It's originating right. from far off. I didn't even think about that. That is true, yeah. You know, if it was his phone with, like, a Bluetooth connection, that's different. Yeah, it's right, there. right. But, yeah, I didn't even think about that. See, that's what... <laughs> she stole. <laughs> so the signal originates from somewhere else, but it's still traveling to where he's at, so Maybe he's still receiving... It's slowed as well and i mean you yeah. there i mean there's some argument that you could talk about you know they're just they're waves just like anything else is and and so can be manipulated just in the same way that anything else can be manipulated so i mean there's that argument but i still think that that's a really good uh question that you have because as soon as he comes out of that 
time envelope that you described, then you would think that it would then catch back on track with whatever the real radio station was playing at that time or supposed to be playing. Can I tell another missing time story? Sure. This is an alien one. So (laughs) this is on that Colin show that I called into the other day. I was listening to and a guy uh, called in saying that when he was like 12 or 13, he was playing N64 in his room. Okay, so uh, so that by itself has got to be like, every whenever you're playing video games, everyone, like, three hours are gone. The drive tunnel, it's the same thing as video games. <laughs> so, so he said he was playing really late at night. So his bedroom was in, I think, I, I don't know how his house was situated, but his bedroom didn't have any windows or... He had like blackout curtains or something. He basically he didn't have any view to the outside from his bedroom. And so he's playing video games at like two or three in the morning, well past his bedtime. And he hears his parents like coming down the hall to tell him to go to bed. Like he hears the footsteps. So he like he like goes and hides in his bed, you know, like pretend that he's asleep or whatever. Turns off the TV. And the door opens and he sees nobody there. And so he's like, this is, this is a little weird. And so then he says, he describes it as like the predator camouflage, like the active camouflage. Okay. That he sees kind of this, like he sees this like yellowish kind of staticky, like active camouflage type thing that he can kind of see through, but it's like distorting whatever's around it, you know? Like halo? Yeah. What? Like halo camouflage? Like Predator, I don't know the Halo camouflage. The Predator camouflage, like. Now hold on, let me Google Predator camouflage. So with you talking about uh, yellowish particle thing, that actually reminded me of the game Metal Gear Solid, that you can unlock this camouflage, and it's like a yellowy tint. So basically, the Predator camouflage kind of like it blends in with what's behind it, but it kind of distorts what's like around it as well. If that makes sense. So basically, what's happening in your background right now, Jack? Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. Can't get it to stop. He sees this like like this silhouette of active camouflage, and then from behind it, two other like silhouettes come out as well. So he's seeing like three active camouflage silhouettes in his dark bedroom. Um, and he said, like, my eyes were still adjusting to the dark, so it was kind of hard to see, but he said he could definitely see that there were three there. Um, and then he said that he tried to move, but he was frozen. He hadn't fallen asleep. He'd been on his bed for like five seconds before the door opened. So he hadn't fallen asleep or anything. Um, but he was frozen on his bed and couldn't move, couldn't scream, like tried to call out for his parents, nothing. And then he feels himself levitate off of the bed. So he's laying like back down on the bed. He feels himself levitate off the bed. And then he said he couldn't tell. It felt like it didn't feel instantaneous. He couldn't tell how much time he was up there, but he like, it didn't feel instantaneous. It didn't feel like a long time. He had no idea like how long he was levitating. It was like really clap, like he just couldn't put his finger on it. And he doesn't know if he went anywhere else or anything like that, but he levitated there. And then he was just in this like weird limbo state. And then he said he fell back down onto the bed. And the moment that his back hit the bed 
and he kind of like bounced off of the bed, then that's when he like regained his consciousness again. And so for him, he said it, it kind of at that moment, it felt like it passed, you know, it was like a second, like he levitated up. But when he was in the air, he remembers thinking like, I have no concept of of like time right now, like how much time is passing. But then when he fell back down, he said it felt like one kind of instantaneous thing, if that makes sense. So he had two kind of perceptions of how the time was passing in different moments. And so then he gets up and he's freaked out. He doesn't see the things anymore. So he runs out of his room to go to his parents' room. And when he gets to his parents' room, it's like 7.30, daylight's coming into their room and they're getting ready for work. So what he felt like was, you know, he was in his bed for five seconds. These figures came in. He levitated off the bed, doesn't know how long he was up there, fell back down, ran into his parents' room. So what he said in his mind seemed like, you know, a minute of this ordeal or maybe, you know, minute to two minutes of all this stuff happening, but like five hours had passed. Uh, and he must have never stayed up ever again late <laughs> playing video games. Know. He was He was playing... <laughs> What's the name of that N64 wrestling game? It's like... Uh, it's called... Uh, what was it? This is going to bug me super... Super bad now. It was like... Res not Wrestlemania. It was... I, 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 have, I have to find it now. It was... Uh, no mercy. No, I'm I'm looking I'm looking at the list right now. It was I don't oh, man. I don't remember what it was called. You're really having a rough time with it. <laughs> I am it like when I get on this kick and I can't remember something, it bugs the freaking Oh, you Saturday night slam masters. That's what it was. <laughs> Super Nintendo. That's not the 64. Sorry. I just, it's nin Nintendo. It's all the same. No, no. Saturday, Saturday Night Slam Masters. I thought if it was, I thought if it was Sony, it's all the same. Yeah, get off the Sony. Yeah. Hey, hey, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. I will get off this podcast right now. <laughs> I told you about that, right, Jack? Yeah. My mom was the same day. with the Nintendo, so... My mom just used yeah. colors. She didn't have names for stuff. It was just colors. That's a green. <laughs> that That's or funny. like, get off the apple. My mom would also use apple the for the apple. phone. Like, oh, jeez. Get off the apple. Okay, so I thought we would do something fun here. I haven't read this, but I thought it'd be fun to do this together. This person is writing in, not to us specifically, but writing in with their story saying, did I just experience missing time? This is Christian. So I was thinking- Is he a Jehovah's Witness? <laughs> is he Christian? Could be a Jehovah's Witness. So I figure we would read this and we would help Christian out and determine whether or not this is truly missing time or if he just forgot to set his clock oh, back we're, we're pros on the subject so i'm ready we, we are <laughs> all right christian writes a curious phenomenon spoke of by many the missing time experience if he okay if he's already writing 
like this when he's starting out. This doesn't doesn't bode well. <laughs> yeah, he's a little too calm and put together to be like. It's too theatrical. Yeah. Um. It wasn't missing time. I'm telling you right that right now, Christian. Have spoke to some who claim to have this happen. And any reader of paranormal literature or viewer of a number of documentaries and TV shows will know it often is associated with alien abduction. While I don't believe I was abducted. <laughs> While I don't believe I was abducted in, in parentheses, my rectum feels just fine. <laughs> so good that's mm. great well i don't believe i was abducted my rectum feels just fine the, sur <laughs> <laughs> the surrealness of the awareness of the passage of time is an incredibly strange sensation when did this happen you may ask less than 20 minutes ago in the initial time of posting <laughs> nope not buying it not buying it. <laughs> Sounds like it took him 20 minutes to think and go how to write this me message. Which words like... sound the most smart? Yeah. What's going to cause me to have the least amount of regret posting this? <laughs> Rectum. <laughs> As a researcher and investigator of the unexplained, my task right now is to cover the bases and go over the details Try and find the crack, as they say, not his rectum. <laughs> the story and experience is such. I came home from work, got in about 3.35, and there, okay, so he's using a decimal, uh, a period between 3.35, so I don't know if that gives us any indication of where Christian is from, and it's Christian with a K. But mm. um, <clears throat> I came home from work, got in about 3.35 to 3.40. Sylvia, my partner in crime, was just about to get ready to leave for work, which she did at 3.47 p.m. Apparently colon is used in British uh, as, as a British thing. I mean, a period instead of a colon is British thing. Interesting. Um, so Sylvia is getting re ready to leave for work at seven, at three forty-seven p.m. And I recall this because I read her the time from the computer screen when she asked. Sylvia then leaves the place. I pick up a few bits from the sofa, answer a text from my sister, and ready to get on with some oh this this guy's definitely british <clears throat> maybe could be australian we do have a subscriber in australia let us know if they use the decimal here because right now this sounds a little uh either english or australian um answer testament answer a text from my sister and ready to get on with some design work head into the bedroom to get changed out 
to get changed out uniform into civvies. I recall moving a few bits on the floor and standing up, changing my shirt and trousers to jeans. I hear a high-pitched sound similar to an old-fashioned kettle with a whistle but higher, a persistent sound. <clears throat> I know I know recall as I am writing. I think that's now. This is great, great articulation. I mean, maybe the maybe this was a post that he's just like doing uh, voice to text. Um, <clears throat> and it couldn't pick up on the the terrible British accent. <laughs> he still had it set to to U.S. English instead of U.K. English. Um. So I hear a high-pitched sound similar to an old-fashioned kettle or, or a whistle, but higher persis persistent sound. I now recall, I think he's saying I now recall, as I am writing, moving to turn around to look at the bedroom door. I am not tired, far from it. Next thing I remember, I am shivering, bitterly cold, teeth are chattering, and I, and I know I'm laying down on the bed it is dark feels like i am coming out of a sleep as i'm moving my arm around trying to find the blanket like you do in the morning or when the blanket has been tugged away my alertness kicks in i realize i am laying on top of the bed diagonally feet to bottom left head to top right I jump up from the bed and see outside the window. It is really dark. So my instinct is directing me to know the time. My phone reads 1857, so that would be 657 p.m. So this person has lost three hours. Okay, so this is weird. Why would he say earlier in this... 3.35 p.m., but then he switches to 18.57. Didn't he say... I thought he said he only lost, like, 20 minutes. Oh, he said it was 20 minutes ago that it happened. Yeah, 20 minutes ago. <clears throat> but that's really weird that... that yeah, that's uh, strange. That he, he would say... Yeah, that he'd be 12 Damn, hours one and then switch time. over to 24 hours. Anywho. 20 minutes after a life-changing uh, experience like that, that's <laughs> impressive. I would, uh, first thing I would do is go get a big old snack, sit down and have a little think about what just happened. Oh, yeah. And so play the nachos and just go, hmm. Yep. Now, what the heck? Did I just hunger up that whole experience there? Let's uh... so there's... eat a couple nachos and go, probably nothing, and then watch some National Geographic till 3 a.m. Yep. Play a little Saturday night fight night game on the Sony and have have a ball. And then you fall asleep and you wake up and it's the intro to George Lopez. <laughs> um, <laughs> I came into the living room, got to kitchen, put kettle on, and attempt to get warm by putting fire on. Why does he sound like a caveman? I don't. Because he's British. I don't. 
I go to they, kitchen. I put kettle on. They I put fire on. Well, think of it. The British say, "I go to hospital. I go to university." <laughs> like they never say that. Yeah, that's true. I mean, so I I am reading this like word for word, exactly as it says. Um. Then I come to post this. Like he's six years old. <laughs> um, then in in this, there's a, there's a box almost like this is him maybe adding to it or editing to it, I think, that says, um, well, that was just plain surreal. Got home from work. Sylvia was just leaving. This was about 3.45. I remember going into bed, a strange sound like a high-pitched whine. Next thing I know, it's 7 p.m. I've got some disorientation going on. I assume I fell asleep but wasn't tired and don't recall going to sleep. I have no... So then, then this is out of that apparent response is what I think it was to something else. I have no recollection, recollection of the passage of time for the two hours. I wasn't tired and no intention of going to sleep. The transition of time was virtually instantaneous. Being in bedroom, getting changed to waking up freezing cold. The sound, the sound is puzzling. It was a single note of high pitch. I have no history of tinnitus. Albeit sometimes I can hear a similar sound generated occasionally by TVs. I must put forward the surreal sensation afterwards was very well surreal. Mm. Signed, Christian. So Christian, we are here to help you out, us being the experts in... First tip for Christian. <laughs> Sign up for first grade. <laughs> Okay, Jack. My, my other first tip for Christian, maybe uh, he ate some British food, which it all looks <laughs> bad to me, and uh, just got a little sick. Because Passed out from looks, how bad it, it was. All, it all it all looks like it would make you sick there. Um, yeah, and meat pie. Yeah. What's up with that? Or bl blood sausage or blood pudding or whatever they call that stuff. <clears throat> Gross. Okay, so, um, so what's your opinion, Austin? I, well, I appreciate that he provided some potential explanations. Like, okay, it could have been a TV. I could have fallen asleep. Because then that makes me think, yeah, you probably did fall asleep. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think he, I think he fell asleep. He's in his bed. <laughs> well, like, he's just on top. I'm pretty Still, sure... Austin and I talked about this very, very briefly, I think, in an episode. Maybe it was just... Did we? Well, while we are playing games. But I remember... I'm pretty sure it was with you. We were talking about someone who, like, said they, like, went to bed. And then when they, like... Then they, like, all of a sudden woke up and were like, It's only been, like, five minutes. Like, what happened? And, like, but the way they described it, it was just, like dude, you just went to bed, like, like, you just went to sleep. That's, that's what happens when you go to sleep. I remember I making fun yeah, of I him, vaguely, I vaguely remember I don't remember, remember that. that, but it was, I remember making fun of somebody for that like, exact reason. It was just yeah, like. Yeah, because, 
Because, yeah, like, when you're sleeping, it feels like an instant. That's why sleeping is great, because <laughs> then you just wake up and it's morning. Like, you don't feel the passage of time. So, plus, like, I know... So this was like 3.47, right? That he fell asleep or, or that he got onto his bed and had this happen. If I ever, like I remember being in high school and if I ever came home and took a nap after school and woke up and it was like dinner time, it was the weirdest freaking feeling in the whole world. Like my day just felt so off. Like, yeah, do you remember that? Like that. Yeah. If, you, if I take an afternoon nap and then I like... If I take a nap, it has to be, like, late morning or early, early afternoon. But if I took a nap, like, mid to late afternoon into the evening, it just feels weird. Because, like, you go to bed and it's light outside. You wake up and it's dark outside. Yeah, and, I like, think that's the biggest thing is, you know, you're not used to waking up, going to bed light, waking up dark. It's usually the other way around. Right. But, yeah, I remember, I like, I mean, I just, it happened, like, two weeks ago. I remember it was, like, a Saturday or something. My wife was at work fell asleep on the couch she got home from work and i woke up and it was just like what the heck's going on yeah like i always just felt so weird and off like i hated taking naps after school because of the way that it made me feel so i think that it's something like that honestly like i think he just fell asleep he wakes up and he's still in his bed and he's like that was weird jack what's your opinion i i feel like the same thing i i, I agree with Austin there. But what about the high-pitched noise? That's I what woke him up. Every once in a while, my ears ring for yeah. no effing reason. <laughs> maybe, like, maybe he dreamed the noise or something, you know? I don't know. Hard All right. I, I think he was asleep. I really do. All right, Christian. We're glad your, your colon feels just fine. That's Well, if he, if he had said his butthole <laughs> felt a little stretched, then it's a whole different story. <laughs> but, I mean, he said it right there. His rectum felt fine, so it's, it's just sleeping. Yeah, if he woke up and was like, I really had to poop, then maybe... <laughs> then we could maybe, talk. be a little but... fishy, but... Yeah, I think it's just a, a classic case of the nappies. All right. Sleepy times. Brian, what do you think? You didn't tell us what you think. Uh, personally, I feel like the high-pitched noise, to me, that fits in too well with a lot of the other distraction things that come into missing time. So I actually feel like there is a little bit more... Um, I feel like there might be a little bit more here than just falling asleep. Oh. You gotta remember that this this guy claimed that it happened twenty minutes ago, and the first thing he does is go to what Reddit. Yeah. Or... <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had a an experience that more or less could be um, what's it called when you're like half awake, half asleep, lucid dreaming. No, not even lucid dreaming. Um, Sleep paralysis. So, I'm pretty sure I had an experience with that. And, but without going into details of the story, my experience of how it was afterward was being in bed and being very, very aware of every little detail. So, at the same time, while I'm like, 
kind of getting picky about uh, other people's experiences about being uh, super precise. I remember thinking, like, I have to document everything. And so mm. I wrote everything. Like, I, I got up, went into the bathroom, and then just started writing every little detail down that I could because I knew that I was just going to forget everything that was on my mind. Did you go into the bathroom because your rectum was feeling a little weird? You, now that you say it, yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Here's why I think it's sleep. I 100% understand that really surreal feeling that he felt. Like, I'm not, I'm not exaggerating when I say if I took an afternoon nap, like, it just felt so incredibly strange to me to wake up in the evening. Like, just so weird. And so I otherworldly almost. Yeah, yeah. I understand that aspect of it 100%. And so that alone is what's making me like, yeah, he probably fell asleep three in the afternoon, wake up at seven. Totally understand, like, why he'd feel that mm. way. I think, I think he wanted it to be mm. that. Yes. I do I, think that there is definitely. That situation where... I'll... With how eager he was to post this oh, and get, oh. get uh, feedback from people. That's a good point. Like, this Was this sleep paralysis? Oh yeah, it was definitely sleep paralysis. Let me, let me, let me share this kind of thing. Similar to Austin's experience with the UFO. <laughs> that was real. <laughs> that... I'll say from the pictures, they were, they were weird. I have pictures of it. It is documented evidence. Okay. They're as, as good quality as a UFO picture gets. Oh, for sure. Like, I can't believe that I'm part of that dumb cliche, like, using a secure, ATM security camera from 2003 to take a picture of a UFO. Like, I'm he so said mad. it to me, I was like, oh my gosh, what am I even looking at, man? Hey, right. I, Jack, you know, Jack and I had podcasted that night and I had said to the aliens to come and get me. Yep. Yep. So I pulled off on the shoulder of the highway and called Jack and was like, dude, it's happening. It is like, they're coming for me. Like, tell my story. Tell them, tell them what happened. Like, if I'm, if I don't call if you I back. I don't show up tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. You like, know why. <laughs> it, I was legitimately freaked out though, because it was so weird. I've never seen a craft that stayed in the same place for, it was like a good 20 to 30 minutes. Hmm. You didn't experience any missing time, did you? No. Not that I remember. I went and drove Uber that night for like four hours in Salt Lake. This was at like, this was at like midnight that I saw <laughs> it too. It was really late at night. Um, And then I went and drove Uber for like four hours in Salt Lake. And so I got to my parents' house at like 4.30 in the morning the whole time I'm like still freaked out like they're gonna come get me tonight <laughs> it was legitimately weird like I the shape of the craft was different than what I've seen the orientation of the lights on the back was a little like different than what I've seen it was just very interesting and granted there is a military like an air force base that's in that general area so that's my, that's, yeah, it was kind of down by hill. So that's my first inkling of like, okay, it's some military craft. But I like the shape of it was just like so weird that I just, 
I can't really. It's I, I, it doesn't look like any other any other craft that I've ever seen. So. Yeah. Well, sorry, Christian. I tried to give you a little support, give you a little leg up, but you've been outvoted. You just fell asleep. You've been off the voted off the island, my friend. Off yeah. the paranormal go, island. Go, go back to your own island across the pond, okay? <laughs> so I don't want to isolate our British listeners. We love, <laughs> we, we we tolerate you. Tolerate. <laughs> Hopefully they tolerate us. <laughs> so yeah, that's the general thing of of uh, missing time. My opinion is that. Uh, in general, missing time is a symptom and is not the actual paranormal thing that is happening. So, um, all of these experiences where it's just like essentially uh, a bunch of loose loose ends that haven't been tied together of them just saying like, yeah, I don't get it. There's time missing. Uh, part of me really wonders what would happen if they did go through hypnosis therapy. But I know for myself, if I experienced that, I would not want to open Pandora's box. And after listening to Betty and Barney Hill's, um, their recorded sessions makes me not want to risk opening that. In my opinion, it is better to be ignorant of the fact of what happened. Ignorance but yeah. is bliss. Well, I gave my thoughts on it already, so I won't won't dive into that again. Rifts, rifts in the space-time. Mm-hmm. Holds in the space-time. That's my thought. Interdimensional travel of aliens, Bigfoot, whatever being or thing is associated with it. I mean, we have proved that wormholes are a real thing. And I, so. I do think that not every single event of the space time warping or missing time i don't think it has to be necessarily a paranormal event because if you if you ever look at like the actual magnetic fields of the earth it is not just like this simple north to south looks like an apple kind of configuration if you look at the true um the true magnetism of the earth it is just this spaghetti of of the north and south pulling on each other and in some places you wouldn't think that you would see these uh, anomalies of magnetism um but the bermuda triangle in my opinion is one of them a lot of other places where um people say that there's a lot of paranormal activity like Skinwalker Ranch, in my opinion, is one of those areas where there's probably magnetic anomalies that are contributing to some of those experiences. And so we, we do not live in a, in a cut and dry black and white kind of universe. So, uh, uh, I agree. One, one last thought, this memory just popped into my head of when I encountered somebody who had quote-unquote missing time. Mm-hmm. So at the time, I worked in a grocery store deli in Salt Lake. <laughs> and I think Ryan knows this story. And I invented a sandwich 
that I would eat for lunch all the time at the deli that was my own creation. And one day I was eating called, this sandwich. And, called what? Well, well, this I'm getting there. I'm getting <laughs> okay. There. This is the reason it got the name it did. So one day I'm eating the sandwich in the break room, and this guy from produce is like around my age, comes into the break room, and he's like, dude, that sandwich looks so good. Like, what is it? So I like told him what was on it and everything, and he's like, can, can so the next day he came and he's like, Can you make me one of those? I want to eat it. So then I hear later, ever he was the like the produce stalker, and everyone was asking like where he was. He got in trouble because he went way over on his break, like by like a half hour. He went way over on his break by like a half hour. And so later I asked him, I was like, dude, what like what happened? And he's like, I'm serious. I took a couple bites of that sandwich and it was so good that I just lost like all concept of time. And I just sat there and just reveled in this sandwich. And so we ended up naming the sandwich, the time warp. And I like would, it was a special on the menu, like multiple times this time warp sandwich. But yeah, so I agree if you're hungry, like Jack was saying earlier, you know, food related uh, time warps are a real thing. There you go. Any last thoughts, Jack? Uh, no, I think uh, I think that's just about it on my part. It's it's something I don't I don't fully accept yet. I, I don't deny it by any means, but there's just not enough for me to be like, hmm. It's just it's just a bunch of Christians out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Jehovah's Witnesses. <laughs> All right. Well, we appreciate all of our listeners coming and spending this time with us. And if you want to uh, see any kind of merchandise available, then getting your kind of feedback would be good. Also, hit us up on the social media. Someone uh, who's talented with graphic design, design us a t-shirt. Ooh, I actually have a friend. My brother is a graphic designer. That's right. We got people. And I, I have a friend who from high school whose family owns a t-shirt printing company. Ooh. It, I so do maybe... think it would be really, really cool, though, if we had a <clears throat> a listener that designed something specific. Yeah. I think that's but actually a good idea. We might be, be able awesome. to get a we might be able to get a good deal on some some wearable merch. I'll have to reach out and see. All right. Cool. Share with your friends. Send us topics you want to hear. And don't forget to love yourself. (laughs) Take a minute and just give yourself a hug. Say you're doing great. And then continue listening to our podcast and sharing and all that stuff. Very good. Thanks, guys. Bye, everyone.